LJ McCray is a Florida Gator, and we're going to talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen or second listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Saturday, and it's a commitment Saturday, so it's a damn good one. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter, WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And now we're going to talk about this big commitment for the Florida Gators because LJ McCray is a Florida Gator. And, and I want to talk about his, his ranking as well, because it's, it's insane how vastly different he's ranked depending on where you look like you look at on three, he is the number eight player nationally first D line fourth in the state of Florida, 24, seven, sixth nationally. Second D-line, third in the state of Florida. ESPN, 23rd nationally, sixth D-line, sixth in the state of Florida. And Rivals, 249th nationally, 16th D-line, 37th in the state of Florida. Obviously been a little while since they've updated his ranking there, because yikes. But this is a huge commitment for the Florida Gators, where the top five came down to the Florida Gators... Florida State Seminoles, Georgia Bulldogs, Auburn Tigers, and Miami Hurricanes. And I know that, yes, he's been down to two schools for the past few days. And the funny part about his commitment, and and what I think was the most fun part about it, and we talked about this earlier today uh, when we did the bonus episode with Brian Smith, Lockdowns Recruiting Insider. For me, the fun part about this was that everyone felt good about this. Every school was like, yep. We feel pretty good about what we've done for LJ. We feel pretty good about how we've positioned ourselves for LJ whenever he decides to make that decision. We feel good about our standing and we feel pretty confident in getting him, um, which is, is fun considering there's five schools. And I'll say four schools felt good because I'm not really sure that Miami felt good about it. But I know Auburn felt good for a while. I know Georgia felt good. I know Florida felt good. And I know Florida State felt good. So that was the fun part for me. Just just completely not knowing. Because a lot of these kids, you know, their commitment's a few days out. And we get told, hey, it's happening. Just keep it hush and let the kid do it. Um, but this one, everyone said they felt good. Uh, I feel like it was pretty open here that I thought LJ would be a Florida Gator. He's visited here a million times it felt like he's gone to Gainesville. He just felt like someone that was trending Florida the whole way. However, we've had that happen before and it not work out. We've also had to go the opposite way of going, all right, like Fletcher Westfall is probably going to Clemson. And then ends up being a Florida Gator. And, and that was huge. This Florida Gators 2024 recruiting class continues to be just elite when you look at it from top to bottom. Uh, which we'll talk about more in a second. But I do want to also talk about just how 
I'm not sure long-term where LJ McRae slots into this defense. And we talked about that a little bit yesterday because he he's a he's a big kid. <laughs> like LJ McRae is listed at 6'6, 275. So he's a massive human being. And he's playing that stand-up edge rusher role right now in high school. And the big part there about how will he translate to college is 275 is Tariq Sapp size, which is hand in the dirt, F defensive end. And then you look at the Jack spot, which is the equivalent to what Prince Leomon, or, or which is the equivalent to what LJ McCray played in high school or is playing in high school, and what Prince Leomon Mielin has played this year for the Florida Gators. And LJ is listed about 20 pounds heavier than Prince Leomon Mielin is. Does Florida go with a bigger player at that Jack spot? And do they just get bigger there and, and they play with that? Or do they play him? at the F or likely they're going to play him at both spots. He's going to do both things, but I'm just curious what the plan is. Cause that's a big part of this recruiting stuff is telling these, these players and these high school athletes and their parents to be like, Hey, this is our plan for you. Long-term. This is our plan for you. Usage wise. This is what we plan on doing with you as a football player and why you should come here. And I'm curious what they've told LJ McCray, their plan is for him. Because, again, he, he's got the size of an F, but he plays that stand-up edge rusher role. Is that something that... Can he play that stand-up edge rusher role while he's at Florida and in the SEC level in college? Or is he going to be forced to play that hand-in-the-dirt F spot there? And, like I mentioned, this Florida Gators recruiting class continues to be elite for the 2024 cycle. As you look at having players like DJ Lagway, like Xavier Phillips, I mean, like Amaris Williams, Jamonte Waller, Nasir Johnson, all this, like you look at this front, we'll say six for this recruiting class right now, and I would, I'd feel pretty comfortable putting it up against anybody in the country. You look at LJ McRae, Amaris Williams, Jamonte Waller, Nasir Johnson, Miles Graham, Aaron Giles, Darius Hayes, you've got uh, Kendall Jackson, like, like this is as good a group as you can possibly get for this 2024 recruiting class along that front four defensive line and the two linebackers behind them, I, I don't think it gets much better than that. I don't think it can get much better than that when you look at just putting this complete recruiting class together for this cycle. If you're watching or listening and you haven't worn bird dogs yet, I don't know what kind of life choices you're making. I'll just say that. Bird dogs are easily the most comfortable shorts that I've ever worn and are the most versatile shorts that I've ever worn. Their stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you a truly sculpted look. And you know how we do it here. It's skies out, thighs out, baby. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LockedOnCollege for a free water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college or... Promo code Lockdown College for a free water bottle. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash lockdown college and get on your way to being your best self. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, 
being a Florida Gators fan. If you're like me, dealing with being a Gators and Giants and Mets and Knicks fan, life is rough with sports, okay? Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so that you can move forward with confidence and excitement, and it's entirely online. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, so let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege. Keep in mind, this is a Florida Gators recruiting class that is elite right now. You look at pretty much every position, and you've got a guy there. And by every position with a guy, I mean you look at quarterback, you've got DJ Lagway, so you've got your QB. You've got your blue-chip QB. Corner or DB, Xavier Filsamy is your blue-chip there mostly. Um, you could also put Wardell Mack in there, who's been having a great year so far right now. So you've got QB, secondary, you look at the D-line, there's a ton of them, Amaris Williams and Sear Johnson being the main two. Edge, Jamonta Waller being there. Linebackers, Miles Graham and Darius Hayes. Um, and Aaron Childs, you look at offensive line. Fletcher Westfall is your big guy there, and then you have a couple developmental pieces behind them. Looking at pass catchers, you've got Amir Jackson is the tight end there. Jure Hawkins, TJ Abrams are, are your blue-chip receivers. You've got blue-chip talent at pretty much every position except running back, we'll say. And even then, Cannon Daniels has been having an absolutely stellar season so far and like i've said a million times before i like i've been told in the recruiting world that if you can run like if you're a running back and you can function at the high school level in mississippi that at that high level you could probably do it just at the sec just as in you're talented enough to do it so canada daniels probably should be higher ranked than that but you look at just where this team or where this recruiting class is it's it's got elite talent at every and by elite i mean blue chip talent at every level and you look at where they're at because we talked about this months ago with brandon carroll and he mentioned a lot of the the plus ones that you have where it's like yep even like no matter how stacked you are at those positions you look to add them we could also talk about where florida is just generally looking to add you look at the offensive line they want they have one blue chip offensive lineman and then they have three three-star offensive linemen. They want to add another blue chip, so they're still in it for Jordan Seaton. You look at running back room. They want to add another back there because they used to have Chauncey Bowens and Kanan Daniels, and then Chauncey flipped to Georgia. So they've got multiple names that they're looking at for a second running back commit for this 2024 class. Uh, defensive line is a spot that they're still looking to improve a little bit on the interior mostly with Makai Boyro and DeAndre Robinson. Then you look at the the secondary. Zay Mincy has been publicly thought of as a Florida lean. Florida is still in on him. Jamari Howard has publicly been thought of as someone who we've got no earthly idea what what he's going to do. Um, there's a few. There's a safety, uh, Gregor, Gregory Smith, that is a, a three-star that's just a tremendous athlete, and Florida's been in on him lately. You've got a few flip watch players at multiple spots where Florida's trying to make things happen and strengthen this recruiting class even further. So, yes, this is an elite recruiting class. They're still trying to get better. Like, this is the class that Billy Napier needs to have because when we talked about 
what this what this program was like when Dan Mullen left and when Billy Napier took over. It was the recruiting did not matter. You really needed talent. Like all these true freshmen are playing. Nobody's playing as much true freshmen or as many true freshmen as Florida is consistently. So all these true freshmen, they're going to play. They're going to get experience. But then 2024 class, they're also going to play a lot. 2025 is where we talk about maybe not so much. But for now, that's what they're doing. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free breakfast in the podcast. We'll be back Monday to talk more Florida Gators. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work at Whole Nine Sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33. And I'll see you all Monday.